Lady Charmaine, are you sure this shadow work is light work? It looks questionable to me. It's fine, McZuffy. But what about toxic light work? Ugh, just grab a warm beverage and settle in. In scene, just misfits. Hello, beautiful misfits. Are you fed up with the good vibes only crowd? People telling you where to go and how to be present? Afraid to make your own choices and free to be you? Feeling just trapped? Us too. Join us as we turn the light out on spirituality and get comfortable with the shadows right now with Misfit Mondays. everyone, this is Lady Charmaine, pronoun she, hers, and of course, with me as always is the esteemed Mix Zephy, pronouns Z, Zem, and today, from the core to community, we discuss, dun, 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 limiting beliefs. What are they? Why do we hold them? How do we also make space to light that garbage on fire and walk away just like 2020? <laughs> this is the sequel to Fuck Ego and the second episode in a trilogy of episodes that ask us to fuck convention. So we're going to take a step back away from the, thi- what, bleh, a step back from the way things have always been done. Why? Because we don't do things the way they've always been done around here because we're not even going to edit my mistake out. Why? Fuck perfectionism. But guess what? That's that's next week's episode. For today, we are going to start on a new path that allows you to discover your authenticity. So let's dive in, McZuffy. So quick recap, if you didn't listen to the really dense episode that was ego that I don't know where half that stuff came from, um, but it was there. So limiting beliefs is kind of the follow-up because we talked about ego being a lot of the stories you tell yourselves about your opinions, your beliefs, and things like that. And and limiting decisions kind of are rooted in your ego. Like your limited beliefs, your limiting decisions, they're they're really really rooted in that. And and they're and they're not really something you're born with either. Um, it's just something that kind of shows up in your life. Uh, and they prevent us from becoming who we want to be. Um, because we tell us that well, I can't do that, or that's too hard, or somebody said that I can't, so I can't, so I won't, and I shouldn't, or whatever it is, we just decide that, well, that's not how we're going to do it. And so we miss out on who we truly could be because all the no's we tell ourselves. Mm-hmm. I can hearken this back to... Um an episode a couple weeks ago that we did with uh, Yogi Brian, which was absolutely amazing. Um, But when I started my yoga journey before I was a yoga teacher many, many years ago, uh, and I walked into my first hot yoga class, I was so excited and my pony was up high and tight that day. But uh, I walked in and I was the fat girl in class. You know, I was uh, not like everyone else. I didn't have on my, you know, name brand yoga pants and, uh, in matching water bottle and yoga mat and all of that jazz. And though I loved yoga and I continued to go, uh, I, I always like, Oh, I could never, I could never really be a yogi. 
I couldn't have a daily practice. I couldn't ever teach. I'm just, I'm not like that. I'm not like them. I don't have the qualifications. I don't have a thin body. I don't have this or that. Bullshit. I say bullshit. I teach yoga just fine in the body I have. Well, that's the interesting thing too. It's like you flipped the script on this limiting belief and you went out and did it anyways. Cause I think that's, I think that's the trap that a lot of people fall into is they tell themselves they can't. And so they don't and they won't. Um, and then they don't explore what, what could be, they don't explore the possibility and the promise of who they are. Um, so like with you, it was like, Oh, well, I can't teach yoga. I don't have the body or I'm too, I'm too this, I'm too that. But then you decided like, Oh, I'm going to do it anyways. What, what made you, I, I like, I'm, I'm kind of curious now, so I'm going to ask this question. Um, getting curious with Mick Zeffy. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that's a whole nother show, folks. <laughs> <laughs> but what, what made you decide, like, maybe I can. What does this journey look like? How can I, how can I start this journey? Well, you know, I have to say that a lot of it had to do with the the boom of the social media age, you know, being able to see, you know, and as we've heard this whole year and, and forever representation is everything. I mean, whether it's, um, uh, a young girl of color seeing, a a great star who represents, you know, her and who she could become, um, you know, we just, you know, we have vice president of elect Kamala Harris and, you know, this is a huge turning point for a lot of people, but representation is, is huge, um, no matter who you are. And for me, um, I mean, let's face it. When you think yoga, most people think thin white woman with a cup of coffee, you know, with their latte, their double faux pas, trois, you know, crappuccino, something, something. And um, you don't think about, you know, some chunky Midwest chick teaching yoga. So uh, as social media came around and I started to see more uh, big bodies, not just, you know, women, but men, trans individuals uh, showing up, doing yoga, having you know, gr these great Instagram feeds full of poses and, uh, and bellies, normalizing bellies was like this huge thing for me. And I was like, I can do this. This is okay. People are doing this. I, it, it's okay. Maybe I'm the first one where I live, but I'm not the first one. So I can do it too. Um, that was a huge piece for me. So I, so I think the thing here is like, let's change representation to two things. I think one is you had that desire. Cause I, I think that even though you said you couldn't do it, I still think a part of you wanted to do it. So I think that desire was like seated there at least. Yes. And the second piece was even with social media and everything else, you set a goal for it. You were like, well, I see all this representation. So maybe I can do this. And so like, and whether that was conscious or unconscious, you kind of started going towards 
what you wanted and what you believed you could do. And so I think that then this leads into that, like that keyword of manifestation. And we'll, I, I don't even know if this is the right place to talk about manifestation. Let's, let's throw that down, down the chute <laughs> for another day. <laughs> but, but I think that's, but I think that's what happened is you set a goal, you set an intention and you, 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 and this manifestation was an action. So you, you, you started believing that you could, so you did. Right. And that has been a big part of, a lot of what I do, uh, you know, in my, my whole goal, my whole business goal, when I uh, started speaking to groups and, and teaching other holistic modalities was really being the person that I needed in life. You know, when I was younger, when I was going through these phases, I wanted to be the person that I needed. And in order to do that, I had to look inside and look at all of my limiting beliefs and say, how can I help somebody else if I'm not willing to jump that hurdle first? How can I help somebody else if I'm not willing to take a risk um, for my own joy and my own livelihood? How can I help somebody else if I'm not willing to start paving a path? I don't expect people to follow me. I'm not a guru. I'm just starting a little, little trail and I hope somebody else can come along and build their own trail, go in their own direction, um, just knowing that their feet will get through the grass just as mine did. Uh, and that's how I started. I still have limiting beliefs. I still have things that I haven't gotten courage to do yet. Um, it's, you know, like everything that we do, it's, it's a journey. So I see, so this is great because actually I'm seeing like all these pieces. It's like a gigantic puzzle that's happening in my head. So it seems like there was a seed of passion. Then you made a goal based on the representation, everything you saw. Then you took action and manifested the fuck out of that. And then you decided then because of the goals that you were achieving and the action that was taking and it feeling so great and positive that led to empowerment and feeling like strong and capable and able to do this. And, and I think that's where this whole like, Oh God, where was I at? Oh, I just lost my entire train of thought. Oh, this is on limiting beliefs here. There we go. So yeah, so it's fucking limiting beliefs. So it's like this step-by-step process of like passion, goal, action, empowerment. And then that's how we're getting past this limiting belief. And we're looking, and I think the other key piece too here was like, you were looking at your life and you're saying, what is this? Is this action in alignment with who I want to be and who I see for myself? Um, And am I trying to improve it? Am I not like, what direction am I taking? Right. And I still have big directions to take. You know, there's, there's things out there that I still want to do that I haven't stepped into my power for yet. You know, there's big transitions that I want to make or need to make that I have not, I'm not prepared to do yet. And that's, you know, self-awareness she's a bitch some days (laughs) but you know but i love this thing where you're saying yet because for me that's that's almost negating or almost diminishing the power of like this limiting belief because you're that tells me there's a seed in your head that okay it's not yet but it's not a no it's a maybe it's a potential there's there's still something that could happen here and i think it's a not now right and i and this is the thing i harp about like even in like work and in just daily life, one of the things I bitch about so much is language because language shapes so much of our reality and how like we move in the world and how things and how we, you know, interact with the world and how, I don't know, just how, 
who we are as people is so much shaped by our language. Like when we think, and this is something that, you know, cause I do prison abolition in my day job. I, Charmaine knows this. Um, but like when we talk about people who are incarcerated, people who've experienced the system, I don't use words like felon or inmate or convict or da 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 because when we use those language, it strips away dignity. It strips away humanity. And instead by using like formerly incarcerated person or somebody who's experienced the system, when we put that people first, then we're saying, Oh, this is a person. And I think this is that piece of language because this is now causing us to take a step back. It's, it's building that self-awareness and saying, all right, so maybe this is not a, you know, you know, in Charmaine's case, this is not a no, this is a potential, this is a maybe. And so we can take that maybe and do something with it. Versus if you had said like, I have this belief and that's it. There's really nowhere you can, there's no jumping off point for you. There's nowhere to go where you can be like, well, I can, I can change this because you've already said no. And you set that, you set that limit right there. Right. It's like cutting. So, and I know not everyone listening might um, subscribe to this, what I'm about to say, but I truly believe that um, we are here individually with a sole purpose. And uh, there are many ways that we can get to that purpose in our journey, uh, but it's there. And I know that there are certain things that I need to do. I just feel it in my heart and my soul that these are things that I need to do. I'm not ready for it now, but I can see it. You know, like I could, I visualize it. I, I could see all these things. Um, and I think that when we say no, when we allow these limiting beliefs to be finite, it's like we're cutting that cord to our sole purpose. Well, now we've got to find a different path. Um, and like, ooh, let me throw a metaphor in here. Are you ready for it? Okay, so <laughs> you might not know this because I don't know if you know about farm life at all. But if you're going to make rope, <laughs> if you're going to make rope, you know, you you have, or, or yarn if you're spinning, um, you're really spinning multiple fibers, multiple um, strands. And the more strands that you get together, um, the thicker your rope's going to be and the sturdier it's going to be. So we want these strings to our sole purpose to kind of come together. You know, you want to kind of align yourself in all of these different areas of your life together. So then you have this one thick dirty strand getting you to your purpose. And then when we're saying, nope, I can't do that. I'm, you know, I'm not good enough for that, that, you know, I'm to this, I'm to that. And we, and we're finite about it. Then we're cutting that strand. We're completely giving away a piece of that power and the piece of the strength that could get us to our purpose. So, um, wow. I feel like that was deep. Where did that go? Oh, I can make it deeper if you want. So for me, like, (laughs) (laughs) let's go a whole eight inches. (laughs) So, (laughs) so for me, like I see these, like if we're, if we're, you know, to pull on your metaphor a little bit more to, you know, un, you know, unravel it just a little bit. If we look at each of these individual fibers as choices, then we can see that these aren't really, these aren't truths. These aren't truths about us. These are absolutes these are just beliefs. And so with that, it, it, that tells you that your limitations aren't real and that you have choice in the matter and that you have choice to, you know, to align with this little purpose or not. 
And whenever you don't, that's when that rope frays a little bit because you're not lining up with that. Um, and when that rope is fraying, it's usually because you're sticking by a limited belief as opposed to saying, is this really a truth or is this a belief? What is this? And how do I, and how do I, you know, how do I, what's that word? What's that word for fusing when you're fusing rope ends together and making them, you know, and you're fusing those rope ends to make them a little sturdier. Cause when you burn like the end of a rope. So I was a boy scout growing up. Just uh, oh, <laughs> so let's just throw that weird food. You, out did, you did sort of know what I was talking about. Yeah. So like, like when, when you fuse a rope, you actually burn the ends of it and it, and it keeps it from unraveling. This is so, true. <laughs> so when we, when we have this choice and you're, and you're getting these rope strands and these strands are aligning with the truth and you've made these choices to align your truth and you find yourself purpose, then you can kind of fuse it and make sure that you stay sturdy. And then those limiting beliefs don't really affect you anymore because you've just, you've made that choice to not stick by those li- limiting beliefs and to step into your power. And yes. I think I just took that way deeper than I expected to. <laughs> so I'm going to ask you a question just for fun. <laughs> do you know what do you know what the bite of a rope is? Yes, but not right now. <laughs> so I've heard oh. the term. So I've heard the term, but I've forgotten it. Oh, oh, I thought you were picking up what I was putting down, but you're not. Okay, so the bite of the rope is when you fold your rope in half and it's the middle looped end. You know, so you've got you put pull your two loose ends together and you want it to be perfectly even and you go all the way down and then when you get to that that loop that's left the the middle that's the bite of the rope now why would you know that why would i know that well riggers know why that's why if you ever need to tie anybody up if you ever need to tie anybody up i'm your gal oh i can help you can help you yeah, so it's always good to know how to use your rope and to ha- know how to tie a solid knot. And it's also very good to uh, not cut your ends from your sole purpose. Right. Well, and, you know, <laughs> I think tying people up and tying yourself up is a good place to, you know, to, to uh, wrap this one up or tie <laughs> this one up. <laughs> Let's go we're ta- we we're tying up these loose ends. We're going we're gonna to take them up. Give them a little uh, dragonfly tie here and uh, see if we get out of it. And I think that, you know, here it's like even small knots are good knots. Like even when you're when you're tying these things up, like taking the smallest steps, um, take any of these small steps will help you um, release that limiting belief. And these first steps don't even have to be perfect. You know, fuck it up. You know, fail into that. Fail into that limiting belief follow that limiting belief as far as it'll go fuck it up fail come back and figure out what uh whether or not that's the actual truth you know really dig into it you don't need to make it perfect all the time just you know just keep trying to head in the right direction and keep trying to figure out like is this who i really am is this really aligning with my highest purpose this is really and highest purpose for me is also like highest good like is this where my soul is trying to go um and just be, and then also, I think celebrating and acknowledging that step too, because I think it's so celebrating those small wins are the things that we forget to do. And I think that those celebrating those small wins and making sure that we pay attention to them and acknowledging that we have done that is saying that, hey, I've succeeded. I've accomplished something. And even if it's small things, fuck yes. I want to, I want to add to that, that, um, 
Whoosh, it just went right through my head. <laughs> Damn it. It was so good, too. Oh. <laughs> what? Free, breaking free from limitations. I have no idea. Like, it was right there, and then it was right not there. All right. So I guess we're going to do a guided meditation because, whew, I don't know. Maybe it'll come back to me. Maybe. Maybe. All right. All right, everyone. Our beautiful, beautiful misfits. You know the drill. If you are unable to uh, take in a guided meditation at this time, go ahead and pause us, and we will be right here waiting for you when you do have time. Otherwise, let's come into a nice seated position here. <sighs> and we're going to place our hands on our solar plexus. So right above our belly buttons. And let's take a nice deep breath in through our nose and really allow yourself to expand through the belly to take up space here. Here's a limiting belief that we got to suck it in all the time. We don't. Inhale and just really let the air flow into the belly and then blow it all out. Blow until there's no air left. Bring that belly button all the way back to the spine. Take a nice deep inhale again, filling the belly. And exhale. And inhale again. And exhale. And you can just come back into your regular breath here, but let's be conscious of how our solar plexus area moves as we breathe in and out. This area here in our lungs and diaphragm expands, holding our willpower and our drive. And this is the center of our chakra system. So our our solar plexus is really fueling energy both up and down our chakra system. This is where we can push through limiting beliefs. This is also part of the seed of our intuition, our gut feelings. So as we mindfully are aware of the movement of our solar plexus, let's give thanks to this space. to the fire it gives for our willpower and drive. 
and for our gut feelings. And let's ask for clarity here as we go forward this week to be conscious of our gut feelings and to not label them either good or bad, but to feel them. And to allow this place to lead us rather than our limiting beliefs. We're going to set down the ego and the limiting beliefs a little more. And we're going to come back to this fire within us and to listen more clearly. When you're ready, you can slowly, gently open your eyes and come back to this space. Mm. And whenever you're having a moment of a limiting belief this week, go ahead and just give your belly a little rub, you know, just, just give yourself a little love there and take a moment to breathe and be conscious of your gut feeling over your head feeling. Thank you so much for joining us. Uh, We're so thankful for all of you, for all of our listeners across the globe. Thank you, thank you, thank you. We appreciate you beyond words. We hope to see you right back here next week. Thank you for spending time with us on this week's Misfit Mondays. If you love what you hear, subscribe to new episodes and drop a review. Or connect with us on Patreon and Instagram. We're looking forward to catching you right here next week. Thanks, folks.